Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back, beautiful people. Let's get comfortable. Let's get comfortable. Hello, beautiful people. How are you guys doing? Welcome back to the All In No Limits podcast, um, where you're always going to find me, your girl, your pusher, your motivator, your number one hype man. I'm your pusher, your best friend, your auntie, your cousin, your niece, whatever you need me to be, I got you. I got you. Um, we are back in the building, beautiful people. And today I am so ready to dive into this conversation. Now, let me tell you what I did, because I got to tell y'all what I did. Because I feel like certain topics that we discuss together, um, I feel like I have to do a little bit more deeper research because I don't only want to touch the surface of certain topics. Um, again, everything that I talk about, I've experienced. I've went through. I've went through the steps of this thing. And I'm going to get a little vulnerable today because I know what I'm talking about. Um and I want to give you kind of a backstory on how I had to do that um, and why I had to do that and what makes it so necessary for all of us to learn to do this. Um, and the topic today is talking about forgiveness. This topic for a lot of people is a little touchy touchy, you know, and the reason why I say that is because people have their own individual reasons why they don't want to forgive. People have their own individual reasons why they have not grasped the idea of the glory or the joy in forgiving. Some people may never get there. Um, some people don't understand why they should have to. Um, and I get it. I get it. There's a, there, as we sit and talk, you guys are probably going to figure out my whole entire life um, because I am, I won't say I'm an open book, but I'm an honest book. So certain topics that come up, I might have to give a backstory on, you know, how it affected my life and what made me be a certain way and what made me operate a certain way um, and things that I had to forgive and move forward uh, for my life. So uh, and not just this topic, but many other ones. Don't worry. But um, of course, we're going to hit the dictionary first and see what Webster got to say about forgiveness. And then you already know I'm going to throw mines on there. My little seasoning, my little mm, my little uh. You know, I got my, uh, so tonight I'm drinking cappuccino, y'all, because I couldn't find my coffee. Well, technically I know where my coffee is. I ran out of the coffee in the house and my coffee is in the car and the car is down the street. And I just wasn't feeling like, you know, taking that walk. So I said, you know what? You're going to have to deal with whatever you got. And what we got is cappuccino. So here we are with some cappuccino, y'all. Um, and it's good actually. It's a little hot because y'all know I like myself real, real hot, hot, hot. But, um, yeah, cappuccino, no coffee, sad face. Um, but we're going to talk about forgiveness. And we're going to talk about how forgiveness comes in a lot of different shapes, forms, and fashion. We're going to talk about steps you can take um, to forgive um, and steps you can take um to ask for forgiveness if that makes sense because some of us need to ask for forgiveness um and not necessarily ask but if you care you know you might want to apologize or whatnot um 
But let's talk about it because I think what most people battle with in forgiveness is actually um, the release of it, right? We're going to talk about that. Um, but let's talk about what the Webster Dictionary talks about what forgiveness is. I'm probably going to read like two different definitions and then I'm going to go into what I'm saying. Now, I did a little research on the background of forgiveness simply because, let me tell you why. That was the, what I was supposed to be doing in the first place. The reason why is because what is our goal here? Our goal is always to come here and to heal. Our goal is to come here and to grow. Our goal is to come here to increase and expand and elevate and become the best version of ourselves. If we want to become the best version of ourselves, we have to do the things that are most difficult. And sometimes forgiving someone is very difficult. Forgiving ourselves is sometimes very difficult. That's why I always tell you guys, I'm going to say it every time I come to you guys, extend yourself mercy and grace. Extend yourself mercy and grace. One more time for the people in the back. Extend yourself mercy and grace. You have to, because if you don't learn to forgive yourself, it's going to make it real, real difficult for you to forgive other people. It is. So let's start with the baby steps. Remember what we said on the last show? One day at a time. One step at a time. One conversation at a time. I'm telling you guys, I don't just be saying this stuff because it sounds good. I really, really don't. I say it because I utilize it and it works. And sometimes it won't work. But you're going to get up the next day and you're going to try it again. And maybe that day you're going to get it. And you're going to get it good. And you're going to get it right. And then the next day you might not get it right. You might, you might get one step, but you might not be able to have that one conversation and that's okay. But each day get up and try again. Remember we all, it's about, it's not about how many times we fall. It's about how many times we get back up, get back up, get back up and get back up. So the goal here is for us to heal, right? Um, a lot of us um, are still in bondage to a lot of situations um, that has taken place in our life. A lot of us are still in bondage to things that people have said about us or to us. That's because we take everything and we hold on to it. We take everything and we make we take it so personal we don't want to let it go. Because this happened to me, I'm not letting it go. Because they did this to me, I'm not letting it go. But baby, if you don't let it go, how are you going to grow? How are you going to evolve? How are you going to grab hold of that which brings you purpose and value and substance? How are you going to grab hold to your happiness if you're still holding on to the past? Remember, we're not holding on to the past. We're learning from the past. We're healing from the past so that we can strive to our future, right? And we can dwell in our happy in our in our current, right? So let's go into forgiveness. And some people might not like this type of topic, but I pray, my prayer is, Lord, make it happen. My prayer is that you sit here and you listen to this powerful hour because this is about us. This is about us getting to the root. This is about us growing, and I want you to grow, and I want you to be the best you can be. I want you to be the happiest you can be, not the fake happiness, not the fake smiles, I'm talking about when you're sitting in a room or in your home and on your couch in your living room or at your dinner table by yourself, you have pure joy where you can enjoy your space and time. Even if it's just with you, where you don't have to put on a front for everybody. No, where you could genuinely be you. Ain't you tired of being mad? Ain't you tired of being angry? 
Let's try something else. Let's try something else. I mean this. We have to try something else. We got to, sometimes what we doing ain't working for us. Sometimes it ain't working for us. It's okay to try something different. My glasses are a little dirty. Sorry, y'all. It's okay to try something different. Try something different. Step outside of your norm. Step outside of your comfort zone. Get a little uncomfortable and allow yourself to grow and press. I know you might be broken, but that don't mean you can't heal. Some, some of us are in our pressing season. God is about to press and, oh my goodness, he is like pressing, right? And you're going to understand how your oil going to come and it's going to run. It's going to overflow. Don't get distracted or get, get discouraged by your pressing season. Forgiveness might be a pressing season for some of us, but understand this. There's a purpose behind the pressing and the, and the purpose behind the forgiveness. I'm going too deep into forgiveness before I even let y'all know the definition. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Yo, forgiveness, the action or process of forgiving or being forgiven. That's an okay definition, but it ain't really telling y'all what y'all need to know, right? Let's go a little further. Found another one. It says forgiveness literally means to let go. As when a person does not demand payment for a debt. So it's like, oh, I'm forgiving your debt. I'm not even going to ask you for it. Forgiveness is letting go. Now, when you say it like that, people be like, oh, I'm supposed to just let go of what they did to me. I can't forget. 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 Sharon, I can't forget. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Listen to me when I tell you this. I hear you. I've been there. We want to explain our side. I hear you. We want to explain the hurt. I hear you. We want to explain the pain that it caused. And now that it caused that pain, I'm allowing it to cause pain here, pain here, pain here, and pain here. I hear you. I hear the anger. I hear the frustration. I hear the disappointment. I hear the rage. I hear the fight. I hear it. I hear the pain. I hear the tears. I, I want you to understand. I get it. I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. I get. So when I tell you I get it, so to hear someone say you need to let it go, and we in our heads what we're hearing is get over it. That's what we're hearing. That's what we're hearing. Get over it. So you want me to dismiss what I'm feeling, what I felt, what I experienced? You want me to just dismiss it and move on? When I answer this, I answer this with all sincerity and compassion and love. Yes. By the end of this powerful hour. Yes. Because I want you to be the best version of you. I don't want anything holding you back from stepping into your greater. I want you to be the best. So let's talk about it. And the reason why I went deep into this conversation is because I see so many people walk around with hurt. I see so many people walking around with the world on their shoulders. It's because they don't know how to lay it aside. They don't know how to let it go. And I hate to use the word let it go. Excuse my language by saying hate. I don't really like the... I, I understand the pain and when somebody's telling you to let it go because you you feel like they're saying let it go so you just get over it, let it go. Like it don't even matter. We're not saying 
it don't matter. We're not saying it didn't hurt. We're not saying that it didn't affect you and alter your life. We're not saying that you don't matter. That's not the words that are coming out of our mouth when we say let it go. That's not what we're saying. So I want you to hear what we are saying versus what we're not saying. What we're saying is let it go. And that's that's the Webster's Dictionary of what forgiveness is, letting it go. But how do you get to the point of letting it go? How do you get to the point of releasing it? How do you get to the point of saying, I want to be happy. I want to heal. What I understand as forgiveness is becomes a lifestyle. Forgiveness is a choice. You have a choice. You get to choose. You can, choose, you can wake up every morning and choose happiness. And if happiness comes from forgiving, then do what you need to do. It's not easy. I'm not, I never said it was easy. Remember, one day at a time, one conversation at a time, and one step at a time. To when I tell you that I'm, t I'm telling you what I know, I'm not saying wake up and forgive everybody that's ever done you wrong. No, I'm saying start with the small things. You know, in order for us to get, you know, when you're working out, in order for you to get that flat belly and get those toned legs, you got to do it. every. You got to work at it. I'm not saying go to the gym every day, but maybe two, three times a week. Go for it. I'm not saying you got to work out every day, but maybe go walking every day or five days out the week or four days out the week. You got to work at it. That's the same thing with our forgiveness. That's the same thing with our happiness. You got to work at it. You got to work at it. You got to keep getting up and choosing. Forgiveness is a choice. Hear me what I'm saying. You're choosing to let go of the damage. You're choosing to let go of the hurt. You're choosing. It's a choice. And the more that you make it a choice in your life, the more it becomes a lifestyle. The more, the more you make a choice, a conscious decision, a conscious decision to say, I'm not going to let that hurt me anymore. I'm not going to let that hold me back anymore. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Right? It's a choice. We'll come back to the choosing, okay? Let's move a little bit further on. This is some of the things that I wrote about forgiveness. And I also um, did a research. <laughs> Your girl's a researcher. I did a research um, and it talks about the three types of forgiveness. And we're going to talk about those because those have a lot to do with how we choose to forgive. Right. It has a lot to do with how we move forward from that forgiveness too. we all talk about it. I'm going to try to talk get all of this out in the hour because it's a powerful hour. That's what we're going to call it, okay? It's a powerful hour, okay? Let's get a little bit of this. Mm. It's getting cold, y'all. I don't like cold cappuccino. Um, so it talks about, it says forgiveness means different things to different people. This is how I feel. Because I've had to forgive different pe different people for different things, different situations. And the forgiveness came out way different. It was very different. Some took a bit longer than others. I'ma just be honest. I'ma just be on. Let's just be honest. Hey, let's just be real. I'm serious. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Some people forgiveness took a little bit longer. And I try, I try to forgive, honestly, instantly. It's not always easy to do that. I have to talk myself down off the ledge, like, girl, let it go. 
And the reason why, so when I talk to y'all like this, and it might seem a little aggressive, understand this is how Sharon talked to herself. And this worked for me. So I'm sorry if I'm too aggressive for you. I'll be a little more gentle. But I get on myself like that. Like, you need to get it together. That's how Sharon talks to herself. So if I talk to y'all like that, it's not to be yelling at y'all. It's not to be momming y'all. It's just because I care. I care about how you operate. I care about how you live. I care that you're happy and you're well and you're healing. I care about your growth. I care about what your next step is. I care. If you don't have anybody that care, understand that I do care. If you message me, I'm going to message you back because I care. I care. Okay? So, forgiveness means different things to different people. We've already generalized that, right? But in general, it involves an intentional decision to let go of resentment and anger. We're going to get into it. The act that hurt or offended you might always be with you. I'm, I'm, I'm letting you understand this. That the act or hurt or fit or offended, I'm sorry, the act or hurt that offended you might always be with you. But working on forgiveness can lessen the act's grip on you. I don't know about y'all, but that deserves some hand claps and some snaps. Because when you make the conscious decision to let go of the resentment and anger. Because that's what, when you're not forgiving, you're holding on to resentment and you're holding on to anger that's attached to a situation or, you know, a, something that uh, is attached to a hurt, a pain, you know, an experience that has happened to you, right? But the act that hurts you, it could either make you or break you. What do I mean? I could either have it allow it to stop me and drop me or I could allow it to push me and drive me. See, y'all, I be coming up with some stuff off the top of my dome, so y'all need to give me credit for that. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but for real. So I could allow this to stop me and drop me, meaning I'm going to sit my butt down, I'm going to settle, I'm going to be whatever, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to move forward because of this. I'm not going to grow because of this. Or I could allow it to push me and drive me. What you want to do? What you want to do? What you want to do? You have a choice. So I could allow this thing to help me grow, or I could allow this thing to help me do nothing. What is your you? I love the fact that we open up when we're when you're healing. You open up the options to choose. You open up your options. You have options. Don't close them out. So I'm gonna The more I forgive Or practice forgiving The more I practice Forgiveness The more I do the actual forgiveness The lesser the grip That I could hold On to resentment and anger The more I forgive Listen So we got We got anger in a In a strong chokehold right Like Chokehold but if I start practicing forgiveness, like I'm going to forgive my my child because they did something, maybe they didn't know they did it. I'm going to forgive. I ain't going to hold on to it. And then I start, like, forgiving my husband or my wife. Forgive your spouse. Maybe they said something or did something you've been holding on forever and ever, but your, your relationship can't grow. 
You can't really find get back to the love part because you still you got that resentment and that anger and a grip. You got that pain that you felt in a chokehold. But the more you start to forgive, it just, you know, it opens up. Start forgiving your coworkers. Start forgiving your mom. Start forgiving your dad. Start to forgive your uncle and your aunties. Start, start to forgive. It literally, it it opens you up to a whole new world. A whole new world. I know some of y'all want to live in this fairy tale world, but but forgiveness will open you up into a whole new world of just love and compassion for yourself. Learning to let go of those things that you're harboring in your heart that is holding you back, that is holding you down. But when you let it go, you start to evolve and you start to blossom into this beautiful and powerful, unstoppable human being. But we have to learn how to let the grip go. Let let go of the grip. Let it go. And I'm so sorry if letting me say letting go hurt your feelings because my intention is not to hurt you, but it's to build you. You hear what I'm saying? My intention is never to hurt you, but it's to build you up and make you realize your power, your strength. It's to make you realize who you are. I'm trying to help you. Remember, I'm always here to help you. Forgiveness means different things to different people. And I understand that you might have been able to forgive this person for that, but you can't forgive this person for this. But let me tell you something. It's not worth holding on to. You're giving this situation and what they did and who they did it and who did it too much power over your life. Take your power back. Take your joy back. Take your peace back. You can't get a good night's rest of sleep because you're too angry about what so-and-so did and what so-and-so didn't do and what he and she said about you. Take your power back. Don't give somebody that much control and over your life? You mean to tell me this person is controlling all of your happiness? They don't deserve it. They already took a part of your life. They already took a part of your joy. Don't give them everything. Don't give them everything. Take it back. Take it back. You have the power to take it back. You need some help? I'm going to help you. I'm your pusher. Take it back. Take it back. Forgiveness is the foundation that must be laid in order to journey toward your healing. I'm not saying that forgiveness, because people think, well, if I for, I'm going to forgive and it's going to instantly heal me. No. No. It will initiate your healing journey. It will open you up to a whole new world to find your peace and joy and happiness and real love. It'll do all of that. It'll initiate a whole lot of things. But you got to keep at it in order to evolve in that thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? People think, oh, forgiveness is going to just, it's going to heal me. No, it's going to initiate the healing. It's going to initiate for you to take off and strive, okay? So forgiveness is the foundation that must be laid in order for you to journey toward your healing. You want to heal? Lay the foundation. You want to start your journey? Lay the foundation. You want to be better? Lay the foundation. 
You want to be happy. Lay the foundation. You want your power back? Lay the foundation. The foundation is you choosing. Choose it. Choose to have a solid foundation. Choose to have a strong foundation. Choose to have a foundation that no matter how much you build on it, it got you. <laughs> it got you. You can't break. You can't fall. Because your foundation is too solid. Stop building your foundation on feelings and emotions. Set the foundation. Emotions change. Feelings change. Don't build on that. Don't give it too much power. Stop giving all your power away. Stop it. Stop it. It says when we forgive someone... Instantly, healing doesn't come. I said that, right? Especially when your hurt causes deep emotional wounds. So the thing is this. We've had different hurts. That's why you forgive differently with different people because we have different hurts, right? We have hurts that um, that cause some deep wounds. And depending on how long you've been holding on to that hurt, depending on how long you've been holding on to that pain, that wound is deep. Some of y'all need a wound back. You know what that is? I went to nursing school. <laughs> a wound back is when you have when a when a patient has a wound so big and so deep um, that it can't just heal and you can't just sew it up because it has to heal from the inside to the outside, right? So what they do is they put this wound back inside and it sucks it together. And it got to get changed every few days, but they suck it together because the more the, the womb and the meat and the, all the stuff inside of it sucks together, it starts to heal because it's connected. <laughs> Don't you want to heal? Y'all better get connected to something higher than what you, believe, what you know because sometimes forgiving is hard. And I got to go to God. That's my higher power. That's my help. Because I can't do, sometimes I can't do it on my own because I'm like, I'm about tired. <laughs> I'm about tired of you. But I thank God because he helped me to heal and he helped me to forgive childhood wounds. He helped me forgive relationship wounds. He's helped me forgive people that have hurt me, whether they did it intentionally or unintentionally. He helped me to forgive. It's hard doing it by yourself. That's why I'm telling you. I ain't talking about nobody. I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. I ain't talking about nobody. I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. So, yeah, you don't immediately start to heal depending on how deep the womb is, right? Stop picking at that womb. Allow it to heal. Cover it. You get what I'm saying? So I know that some wounds might take a little bit longer to heal from. And some wounds might take a little bit longer to heal from this and that. And some might be quick. Some might be just a little scratch, a little burn, a little itch. Right? But some are major. Some are big where we need that wound back, right? But what I'm telling you is you have to start somewhere. You have to wake up and choose. I'm going to heal from that because I don't want that to keep controlling my relationships. I'm going to heal from that because I don't want that to keep controlling my thoughts. I'm going to heal from that because it took my happiness and I want it back. It's a conscious decision. decision. You're waking up every morning and you're choosing you're choosing. It's a choice. 
Let your choices become your lifestyle. If I'm choosing a solid foundation, that's going to become my lifestyle. You ain't breaking this. You ain't tearing this down. You're no longer taking possession over what does not belong to you. I'm taking it back. And I ain't never giving it away again. Don't give your power away. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. You could rub up against it and experience it. You could get even motivated by it. But I ain't giving it away no more. It's a choice. It's a choice. I know y'all probably be thinking, she thinks she just, no, you guys, I had to wake up one day and I had to choose me. I don't think that I'm all that I know that I am. And I had to operate in that. No, I don't go around boasting about who I am, what I am, or anything like that. What I'm telling you is, inside of me, this is how Sharon thinks of herself. And I had to get there so people could stop playing with me. I had to get there, not for people to stop playing with me, but for me to stop playing with me. I was playing with myself. You get what I'm saying? I was sleeping on myself. I was down in myself. Can't nobody put me down unless I let them. I was, I was letting people mess over me, you guys. I was letting people treat me any kind of way and be any kind of friend to me. I was allowing people access to me that did, it, did not deserve it. That did not deserve it. I was letting people hurt me over and over again. Until one day I said, I'm going to take my power back. You're too great for that. You're too brilliant. You're too freaking smart. Sharon, you are smart. There's nothing you can't do. You're beautiful. There's nothing you can't do. Don't allow someone else's insecurities to rub off on you. Don't allow what they tried to do to you break you. They didn't succeed. Why are you mad? They didn't even succeed. Why are you mad? You still here. You still standing. Why are you mad? Let it go. Let it go. I know. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all don't like it. But let it go. Let's go a little bit further. So remember I told you I did my research. So this is research that I do. This is not my information, but I do agree with it, which is why I'm bringing it up, okay? Um, it's three types of forgiveness. And I thought, whoa, what is that? Let's talk about it. It says forgiveness actually embodies three different types, three different things. Um, each of what applies to different situations and provides different results. Three types of forgiveness are exoration. Ex oh, I'm sorry, exoration, forbearance, and release. I think I like it. Exoration is the closest way. It, I'm sorry, it says it's the closest to what we usually think of when we say forgiveness. Exoration is wiping the slate clean entirely. Restoring a relationship to the full state of innocence. It had... Before the harmful action took place. I'm reading again because I kind of stuttered all over the place. Exoration is the closest, the closest to what we usually think, think of when we say forgiveness. Exoration is wiping the slate entirely clean and restoring a relationship to the full state of innocence. It's restoring it to the full capacity. It had 
um, it had before the harmful act took place. Examples of how we how we could operate in this one. Now, remember, every situation is different. This is one of those situations. These are the examples that I thought of when it talks about exoration. I hope I'm saying that word right. Exoration. I think I am. I don't know. E-X-O-N-E-R-A-T-I-O-N. I don't know, y'all. I could be saying it wrong. Google it. Um, example. Someone genuinely didn't hurt you on purpose. It was an actual accident. Maybe they said something or did something and it hurt your feelings and that wasn't their intention. They didn't even think about it. They probably was moving fast, speaking fast. I've done this to someone. And the person came to me and they said, and they told me, like, I didn't like when you did this. And I'm like, whoa. And they told me it hurt their feelings. And I said, I'm so sorry. I was genuinely sorry. I genuinely didn't know that I did something wrong. I didn't. But they also knew that I didn't intentionally do it to hurt them. So they were able to forgive me. And our relationship never lost its flavor. It never lost its balance. It never lost its closeness. Because I genuinely didn't do it on purpose. But I was also humbled enough and responsible enough and mature enough to own it. I owned it. I didn't make an excuse for it. Even though I didn't do that intentionally, I did it and it hurt that person. I said, you know what? I'm sorry. And let me tell you, not only did I apologize for it and I owned it and didn't make excuses for it, I never did it again. See, change behavior. That's why it's good to communicate what you feel because when people care about you, they'll change the behavior. If they hurt you, they'll change the behavior. That's why, but people be like, well, they ain't, they still doing it. Did you tell them that it hurt you? Did you tell them that that hurt you? Did you tell them not to ask them not to do that again? And if you told them and then they didn't change it, they don't care. I'm going to tell you real. If you told them that that hurt you and they still doing it, they don't care. If you told them once that that hurt you and they still do it, they don't care. I'm going to tell you right now, they do not care. They don't have the capacity to care. They don't have the knowledge to care. They don't have the maturity to care. So you are going to keep hurting yourself by trying to tell them and they don't care. Move along. Move accordingly. And it's okay. Because you're going to come across people that do care, that do consider you. And once you tell them that something hurts you, they're going to address it. They're going to fix it. And they ain't going to do it again. Change behavior. Remember, accountability. It doesn't make any sense for you to own it then make excuses or own it and then don't change the behavior. That's not accountability. That's just acknowledging that you did something. Two different things. Um, y'all, I ain't going to let y'all out without giving y'all some good knowledge. This be, I'm telling you, and it flows because I've been there. It flows out of me because I've experienced it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I need water, y'all. I need water. That uh, cappuccino is cold. So it's talking about, you know, restoring the relationship to its full capacity. First example I gave is the person really act honestly didn't do it on purpose. It was truly an accident. They didn't even know that was going to hurt you. And, they'd even in and it wasn't their intentions. So you were able to restore that relationship to the full capacity because you know that person's heart. And they genuinely for, um, apologize. Next one example is a child or a person that doesn't understand the hurt that they're inflicted. Sometimes children can do something and say something. We know, we know kids have no filter. And sometimes they could say or do things and they're not aware of the hurt that it could cause or the hurt that it actually caused. They can't understand it. They can't comprehend it. Some people are like that too. 
they genuinely don't know. So it's like, oh, I can restore that because my child is a child or a person that just don't comprehend or understand what that hurt is or that they even are doing something to hurt you. That's the second example. Third example. Let's make sure I put the third example because I don't know if I did. Oh, person who hurt you is truly sorry, takes full responsibility without excuses. Y'all know that's my favorite thing. Don't make excuses. For they don't make excuses for what they did. Act they ask for forgiveness and gives you the confidence that you will that will not knowingly repeat that act that act again. So I said that in the when I said that, you know, I did something, I apologize, and I never I changed it. So if a person apologizes, does own it, they own it and take responsibility and take uh, accountability for it. They don't make excuses for it. And they give you the confidence that you need to know that they really are not going to do it again. They ain't going to repeat that act again. They'll never do that again. You know, you know, sometimes people can really change. I've seen it. I've witnessed it. And now those people love me and I love them. Thank God for change. Right. So those are my three examples. And that's the exhortation. <laughs> I hope I'm saying that word right. The exhortation. Um, version of forgiving someone to the full capacity or the full innocence of what it was prior to. Those are my examples. The next, um, the next uh, type of forgiveness, it's forbearance, right? Forbearance. It says, I like to call, well, this is my, this was me writing because I talked too much. So I had to write it to make sure I didn't forgive it forget it but my example of forbearance that type of forgiveness i equate that to a narcissist type of apology oh i have some narcissists listening hi <laughs> fix it it's not acceptable i dated a narcissist oh my god your girl made it out though because that's by the grace of god that's by the grace of god i'm telling you I'm just telling you what I know and what works for me. It's by the grace of God. He said, not nah, my baby. <laughs> He's serious about me, y'all. He'll play. He'd be like, not nah, my baby. He won't even let me mess up. He'd be like, get your stuff together. I love when he talked like that to me. I love the aggression. He'd be like, get it together. And I'd be like, all right, I'm working on it. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> y'all better get a relationship. Get a rela It's nothing like having a relationship. I'm just saying. Let me go. Let me. We're talking about forbearance. Sorry, my bad, my bad. Forbearance. It says, and like I say, I look at it as a narcissist apology. When I read the definition, I was like, "Ooh, I get it." It says, forbearance applies when the offender, the offender, not the victim, the offender, you did it. Okay. When the offender makes a partial apology or mingles their expression of sorrow with blame that somehow you caused them to do that to you. So I caused you to be rude to me. I caused you to disrespect me. I caused you to hit me. I I didn't do it. I caused you to talk about me behind my back. I caused that. I caused you to be a snake. I caused that. I caused that. I caused you to be abusive. I caused that. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. That's who you are. You wanted to be like that. You wanted to do that. You wanted to say that. I didn't cause that. So you're making excuse as to why you did what you did, and it's my fault that you did what you did. Oh, you were just responding? That's childish. 
Grow up. Grow up. Grow up. Grow up. Send it to somebody that needs to grow up, y'all, because that's some BS. That's why I call it, I call it a narcissist type of apology. You ain't really sorry. You just want to say sorry enough to just reel me back in. You only want to say sorry enough for me to fall for the trick again. Change. Change behavior is the very definition of I love you. It is the action of I love you. Change behavior that hurt people. Change it. Stop walking around knowingly hurting people. Stop walking around knowingly tearing people down. Stop it. We're better than that. We're better than that. You're better than that. I'm better than that. We're better than that. Let's be a better community. <laughs> Let's be a better family. Let's be a better person, okay? So forbearance. I liked forbearance because, you know, it's it's one of the forms of apology. Um, being a forgiveness and it don't work for me. Just so you know, it don't work for me. I don't know if it worked for you, but it ain't working for me. Period. Poo. Okay. But so the last one is release. Now, this is the one that I think everybody here, when people tell you to forgive, I think this is the first thing we all hear. When people are not ready to forgive, when they're still battling with that thing, and some people ain't even battling with it. Some people are on the verge of, I'm not forgiving. Some people are, that's where they are. They don't even care. They're not even trying. So these type of, this is what I think everybody hears when we say, oh, it's you have to forgive. You need to forgive. You need to forgive. It's for you. It's for you. We, we, we will preach it to a blue in the face. Forgiveness is for you. Forgiveness is, it'll set you free. Forgiveness, forgiveness, forgiveness. This is what y'all hear. The release, which is also the healthiest way to do it. Release is what you do when the person who hurt you doesn't even acknowledge that they've done anything wrong to you or gives an obviously insecure apology, making no reparations whatsoever that means they are not taking accountability they do not care they might not even give you an apology at all what do you do do you let do you sit there and wait and hold there's people still waiting for an apology from over 15 20 years ago if you don't get over it that's a nice way of me saying it I'm not saying it to hurt your feelings I'm saying it because I want you to be a big girl and I want you to be a big boy and I need you to get past this I need you to start, go and live your life. I need you to go and travel. I need you to go and live and dance it out and cry it out if you have to, but don't stay there. Don't stay there. Some of us are stuck in those moments. You mad? You still mad that that person slept with your boyfriend? That was like 15 years ago. Get over it. He ain't even the person you married. He ain't even the person you with. Get over it. Y'all harboring hurt for what? Y'all not even in that relationship no more. Get over it. Move on. Sorry if I'm too rough. Goodness. But release is, is not extoration, the offender, nor does it require forbearance. So it's neither one of those, right? It doesn't even demand that you continue the relationship. It's not saying, oh, I'm forgiven and now I got to uh, build this relationship with this person. No. We might not. Forgiveness doesn't always mean we're going to restore ourselves back to what we was. That's not always forgiveness. Forgiveness is in your heart. You're letting go the pain. You're letting go the resentment. You're letting go the anger. You might never, ever talk to that person again in your life. 
and that's okay. You might never want to see that person again in your life, and that's okay. I'm going to tell you, sidebar, I might as well be vulnerable. We in this thing real deep. I was dating a guy, you know, you guys, and um, it's a little uncomfortable, but I'm going to talk about it. Um, I was dating a guy, and uh, it was right before I bought my house. So those of y'all who know I bought a house, I think, seven, eight years ago. I don't really know what year it is, so granted, it was probably seven. I think this is date year eight. I don't know. It's not important. It ain't even important. But I was dating him right before. The reason why I said it because I was dating him right before I was looking, before I bought the house. I was actually in the process of looking for a house around the time that he and I were dating. Um, and I don't know what it was, y'all, but every date, I always wanted to meet him there. I don't know. We were dating for a few months, but it was something that I just was, I wasn't comfortable. And if, let me tell you something, listen to your intuition. When you're not comfortable, when something is off, don't just press it just to have somebody to date. Don't just push yourself into something because you will find yourself not happy at all. So I was going on these dates and I didn't feel anything was wrong with him, but I just, I prefer to drive. So every day I would just, I would drive there. I would drive there. I would drive there. And so many times he would like just be too, you know, yeah, I know about the whole touchy feely thing. If you can touch me, you can touch me. And if you can't, you can't. I love that because Auntie Jill Scott, I love you, girl. She said, if you could tell me to shut up, then you could tell me to shut up. But if you can't tell me to shut up, you can't tell me to shut up. And you know when you can and you know when you can't because, baby, I'm going to let you know. You can't do that. Or, yes, you can say that. <laughs> Anywho, he kept, like, and I didn't really feel comfortable with him always, like, touching me and grabbing me. And he was just so sexual. Like, I was just like, chill. 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 Right? So um, one day we had met for breakfast. We drove to get, well, I drove in a separate car, met him for breakfast. Um, and um, he was like, oh, let me take you around and look at some houses. So I left my car at the restaurant. I'm like, cool, let's go drive around this neighborhood and look at some houses. Even though I'm not buying a, a house in this neighborhood, I love, when you're searching for a house, you will look at any house. I'm telling you, you you're going to love the walkthroughs are the best, like the absolute best. Um, I can't wait to buy another place so I can just do the walkthroughs. I love it. I go to open houses just because y'all, I just want to see the layout of the house. I love it. Um, but uh, he's taking me and I'm not seeing any houses. Let's start there. Uh, and he's like pulling up in this little neighborhood where it's like a lot of apartments and stuff. And he pull over and I'm like, what are we doing? Like, what's here? I'm looking around. Yeah, I'm looking around because I'm confused. Confused. And he was like, oh, we're just going to stop for a second. What are we stopping for? What is going on? I'm confused. Now, what took place next? I wasn't in expectations for that. I, I, I had no clue that he was about to try to jump my bones. Um, So granted, y'all know that I wear layers. If y'all don't, it's my other YouTube. I talk about my layers and why. Because uh, growing up, I've had people that try to uh, take advantage of me. And I just felt more comfortable in layers. And people always have a problem with me wearing layers. But honestly telling you, well, not people, the wrong people have a problem with me wearing my layers. Um, 
And thank God for the people that have asked me why I wear my layers. Uh, thank you for that, for considering me. Um, but uh, I have my layers on. So this wasn't the first time somebody has tried to take advantage of me, right? So I have my layers on. Um, and you guys, he's so strong and he's so aggressive. And he's like on top of me, like hold, uh, mind you, we're in a car, hold, like have his whole body pressure on me and like trying to rip my clothes off. Thank God for my layers. Um, and so, uh, I I'm a very strong young lady, um, and I was going to fight for my life. You hear me? By any means necessary. Um, so what I did was I was able to pull my knees under, like, my body, like, close to my body under him while he holding me and put my feet up and kicked him off, right? And, like, slid out the car and, like, with some of my clothes on, right? My tops and stuff was on. The pants were coming off but I had layers um and it was a really um intense moment for me right and in my brain I'm like I know this is not happening I, I know he is not I know but he was right and so I get out um and I go I run y'all go I get to my car right make it to my space um it took me a while to talk about it. It took me a while to even forgive. Um, now he's forgiven, right? Do I still feel kind of some hurt from that? Um, I don't think I'm hurt too much, but it caused me to be able to understand um, other people's hurt in that. You know what I'm saying? Um, it makes me more gentle and caring and loving and understanding to people that I've experienced it. Now, granted, it didn't go as far as it could have went. But the traumatic experience that it, what had happened of somebody, you know, holding you against your will and pressing you down and cut, like trying to take advantage of you, it's, a scare, it's scary. It's hella scary, right? And, um... Those of you who have experienced stuff like that and it's went deeper where you've been molested, where you've been raped, uh, where you've take, been taken advantage of, I'm so sorry that happened to you. And maybe the person has never apologized to you or never tried to apologize to you, or maybe they did apologize to you and you're not ready to let it go. Listen to me. I'm sorry that happened to you. And I'm sorry you wasn't protected. And I'm sorry that that person whatever caused them to do it, I'm so sorry that you had to become a victim to that offender. I'm so sorry about that. But baby, if you don't take your power back, you're going to live in that moment for the rest of your life and you're going to destroy every relationship that comes after that if you don't learn to heal. Now, I'm not telling you to be friends with that person. I'm not telling you to talk to that person. I'm not even telling you to acknowledge that person. What I'm telling you to do is release the anger, release the resentment, release the hurt, release the pain so that you could pick up your joy, pick up your power, pick up your peace. Take it back. Take it back. Take it back. So, um... 
I wanted to tell y'all about that. And that's just one incident of what happened. Like I said, it was a reason why I started wearing layers because before that ever happened, it happened prior to that, like two other times. Um, um, when I was younger as a child, I wasn't a child, but I was like a teenager. Same difference. I wasn't an adult. Um, and that's the only time that has happened to me as I was an adult where I felt like fight or flight, you know, fight or flight. It was crazy. Um, Mhm. So yeah, that's how that went. Um now, I said all that to say, the release. I know for some of us the the last one where it says release is like letting it go, not even not even receiving an apology or not even but it's not meaning we need to reconcile and we need to come back together. Um it doesn't mean we need to be good friends. It doesn't mean we even need to be on speaking terms. It just simply means I'm letting this part of my life go. And that's how it is for that guy. I've let that part of my life go. I haven't forgot about it, but I've healed from it. Does it make me emotional to think about it? Um, not emotional to where I cry, but emotional to where it's just like, whoa. It happened, you know? And I think it was like a buildup lead into that. And... and at some point, I you probably even blame myself. Like, you should have saw it coming. I shouldn't have saw it coming because it shouldn't have never been coming. Don't blame yourself. A lot of us are in that position where we're still blaming ourselves for certain things that's happened. Why did I go in that room? Why did I even talk to them? Why did I even, why did I even, why was I drinking? Why was I smoking? Why was I doing this? You could come up with a million whys, and it still does not give an excuse as to why they did what they did to you. You're not the fault. You're not the reason. You're not the reason that that happened. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Don't fault yourself. Because faulting yourself, if that would make you feel better about what happened, no. You shouldn't feel better about what happened. You should heal from what happened. You know what I'm saying? I hope y'all don't take it the wrong way. I hope y'all don't take what I'm saying the wrong way. I really, really don't. I want y'all to understand that we've all been through some type of hurt and pain and some of the things that we thought we'll never be able to heal from and thought that we'll never be able to grow from and thought we'll never be able to get out of from. But I'm living my best life because I chose to forgive people that hurt me, that tore me down, that said I wasn't going to be nothing. I'm from the show me state. I could show you better than I could tell you. I could show you better than I could tell you. You said I wasn't going to amount to nothing. I could show you better than I can tell you. Sometimes you just got to show people. You know what I'm saying? But before you show them, show yourself. Show yourself. Forgive yourself for everything that's ever happened to you. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for the things that happened to your children. Forgive yourself. You mad you wasn't there. You mad that you didn't know about it before. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. My prayer tonight for everybody that's listening. Every night, I'm going to pray that you forgive yourself. Because that's going to initiate your healing. That's going to initiate that thing for you to get to start forgiving yourself. Forgiving others little by little. Forgiving. There are different forms of forgiveness. I'm not telling you to forgive everybody and go back to that relationship or go back to that friendship or go back to that group of people that hurt you. I'm not telling you that. What I'm saying is forgive them for you. 
so that you can go and be the best you can, you can be. Forgive yourself. Okay? Like I was saying earlier, you have to practice forgiveness. And the more you practice it, the more powerful you come. You know how you, when you like I said earlier, how you work out, you the more powerful your health gets, the more stronger you become. You get that walking and that jogging, the more stronger those thighs come. Come on, thighs. You got to work at it. The more you forgive, the stronger you become in it. The more you let go, the more you start to have more compassion, the more you start to have more love. Don't you want to love? You want to walk around angry? Don't walk around angry because I ain't going to let you be around me because I don't want to be around people that's angry and, and mean all the time and ready to fight all the time. Calm down. Calm down, Pitbull. Sit. 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 Come on now. Don't you want to love? <laughs> don't you want to be happy? Don't you want to travel? Don't you want to go enjoy life with people that love you? Let it go. Release it. Release it. Release it. Okay. I'm gonna one more time. Release it. <laughs> okay. Uh moving on. Um now I know I always gotta talk about what God said because God is God. Um, He's the best God. But the Bible tells us, Jesus says, forgive so that I may forgive you. So that your father in heaven may forgive you. And those of us who are children of God, these are only, this part is just for the people that believe. <coughs> Excuse me, y'all. I feel like something is going on. I don't know. But this is for those of us who believe, who are children of God. The Bible says to forgive and you will be forgiven. Forgive and you will be forgiven. I'm going to say it one more time. Forgive. And you may be forgiven. It doesn't say, I'm going to forgive you. And then you need to forgive everybody else. No. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care what you've been through. Not like I don't care, but I'm saying no matter. Let me use a different word. I'm sorry. No matter what you've been through, no matter what you've experienced, no matter what people have done to you, we've all have fallen short of the glory of God. We've all have sinned against God. We've all have hurt somebody. We've all have let somebody down. We've all, whether it was intentional or not intentional, we've all. Can we say we all? For the people in the back, say we all. We all. Do you understand? We've all have fallen short. We've all been wrong, right? All, all, all. Nobody's excluded from that all. Just like you want to be forgiven. And the Bible also says that no sin is greater than another. But we don't want to talk about that. And we ain't going to talk about that because people be real sensitive about that. But this is the worst thing. You said it's the worst thing or God said it's the worst thing. Because the last time I checked, he said no sin is greater than the other. The only one greater is the blasphemy. But I ain't going to talk about it. I know my word, but it's for me and those who believe. And we ain't going to argue because the word ain't debatable. Okay? It's not debatable. It is what it is. And I live by that. Okay? Um... But what I was saying is forgive and you will be forgiven. Forgive and you will be forgiven. You have to forgive. But there's so many benefits behind you forgiving. One, God going to forgive you and we all need to be forgiven for something. Holla if you hear me. 
We all need to be forgiven for something because your attitude is stank. You need to be forgiven. Your mouth is reckless. We need to be forgiven. Your body language and your attitude towards your husband is stank and is nasty and you need to do better. Say what you husbands. Stop talking about your wife to other people. Stop letting other people into your marriages, into your relationships and tearing them down. You wonder why it's getting worse? Because instead of you talking to your spouse and y'all talking to God, y'all want to put everybody else in your business. Stay out of their business. All you people. I don't get people like, well, I, I'm not talking to them if they ain't never been married. Stop talking to married people because they don't know nothing either. Half of them ain't even happy. Half of them ain't even talking or even sleeping in the same room as their spouse. Make it make sense. I'm sorry if I'm coming down your alley. I'm going to be good. We got on, we almost done. <laughs> it's a powerful hour. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting it together, people. I know I got to laugh a little. Laughter is so healing. It's medicine and it's food to the soul. Do it as often as you can. Every day, wake up and choose a time and a place to laugh. I laugh at work. I laugh in the car. I laugh at home. I laugh. People be like, she crazy. She be laughing. I do. I'm in a new, real quick sidebar, quick sidebar, just quick. So uh, we're having construction at our job, right? So we're all like kind of scattered out. And I'm in a whole nother um, uh, room with other people. So like I talk to Sharon, I laugh out loud. People be, I laugh so loud the other day and I snark, snarkle when I laugh. Um, it's a habit, I don't care. Uh, and the guy, some guy heard me and he fell out laughing and he was like I needed that he was like your laugh made me laugh and I needed that that joy is contagious spread it somebody need to hear you laugh someone needs to hear you enjoying life so that they could get a little bit of push and a little bit of hope and I'm not telling you to do it for the people that's watching you I'm saying do it for you but if you could bless people along the way doing you do you boo do it. Anywho, moving on. <laughs> Understand this. There's, there's, there's steps to this forgiveness thing. Knowing what forgiveness is and why it matters. You have to know what it is and why it matters if you're going to either do it or give it. You understand what I'm saying? I'm going to forgive and I'm going to receive it. If someone asks me for forgiveness, you got it. You got it, girl. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. I'm not going to hold a grudge. I don't care which apology it comes with. You good. You good, my boy. I remember one of my brothers came to me and apologized. I had already forgave him, y'all. I forgot, forgave, and forgot. And he was like, I wanted to come to you and apologize. Remember, it was, I'm like, I, when I tell y'all I could barely remember yesterday, I really mean that. Like, I really have to sit there and concentrate and remember everything that I did the day before if y'all asked me what I did the day before. Give me a minute. So if you come to me about something that happened a year ago, I probably ain't going to remember it. I'm going to ask you to read. Remind me what happened again. <laughs> what I say? What you say? Okay. Because that's how the conversation going to go. Anybody that know me know I'm not lying. I said that. You said that? Really? Okay, I'm caught up now. Now I remember. Now I remember. <laughs> <laughs> now I remember. So, 
Know what forgiveness is. Know why it matters. Because then once you understand the, the power that it holds, you'll be more anxious to forgive than to hold on. Knowing how free your heart can be, it's actually healthy. I'm, I, I did some research on health matters for that, too. Wait, let me go to that. I wanted to tell y'all about that. Oh, what did I do with it? Woo! I'm telling you, when I say I did my research for you, I did my research for you because we come with the stats. This is mainly for my sister, Joe. Jewy, this is for you because baby always comes with the stats, okay? She gonna tell you what, what research say because we're students. That's what we do. And it says observational studies. I knew I looked this up for y'all because I went crazy. Observation. I'm, we're almost done. We're almost done with our powerful hour, y'all. Um, it says observational studies shows that even some randomized trial, trials show this. Suggests that forgiveness is associated with lower levels of depression, anxiety, and hostility. It reduces substance abuse and higher self-esteem and greater life satisfaction. Tell me that ain't benefits. There's benefits to forgiving. I'm telling you. Learn to forgive and learn to let people be able to be forgiven, okay? Forgive and forgive it. I don't Make it make sense. Y'all make it make sense. Make it enough. Um, but it, it's, it's proven that you'll live happier. You'll be healthier. Come on now. You don't have to live in hostility and anger and frustration and resentment. You can live freely. It says it lowers your depression. How many of y'all depressed? We're going to talk about depression, but not on this show. Let it go. Stop allowing this situation and circumstance to haunt you, to follow you, to live rent-free in your brain and in your heart. Let it go because I want you to be better. Let it go. Let it go. You want me to do my soft face? I'm sorry. That's a little rough. Let it go <laughs> because I care and I'm one, I have to be mama right now. I care. I got to be auntie right now. I care. I'm going to be your best friend right now. Let it go. I care. I'm about to be your pusher, your motivator, your biggest hype man. You deserve better. Sometimes in order to get better, you have to be able to release that soul that you could grab hold to better. I want y'all to grab hold to better. Today, choose better. Today, choose better. Studies have proven that it will give you higher self-esteem and a greater life satisfaction. Who want to have a life of satisfaction? Living satisfactory. Satisfaction. Satisfied. I'm eager to be satisfied. I'm enthusiastic to be satisfied in my life. I'm telling you how to get there. I want to help you. Help me help you. Next thing. Becoming forgivingly fit. That's the one where I talk tell you about practicing. You got to work at it. Coming forgivingly fit in order to get fit in the forgiveness department. You have to work at it. That means you got to start forgiving people little by little. Start with yourself. Go to the children. Go to the coworkers. Go to the parents. Go to the family. Go to the friends. Start forgiving. Remember, forgiveness doesn't mean reconciliation. Not with everyone. That's not what that means. Forgiveness is for you to heal, to grow, initiate that healing journey. Come on now. Come on now. Okay, here we go. Moving on. Address your inner pain. Stop being in denial about what you feel. 
You angry? No, you're, you're, you have pain. You enraged. Baby, you have pain. Address the pain. Look that pain dead in the face and say, I got to let you go. Look that pain square in the eye and say, we ain't about to keep going back and forth. I ain't going back and forth with you, pain. I'm living my best life. Let it go. Address it and move on. Address it and get rid of it. Address the pain. I know you, you, you're you acting out, but you're in pain. I know you're going off, but you're in pain. Face it and release it. Develop a forgiving mind through empathy. Sometimes you have to have compassion on the other person in order for to forgive. I'm not saying you have to always have empathy and sympathy for everyone, but sometimes that's what it's going to take for you to forgive. Do it. It's beneficial. Don't you want a satisfaction life? Do it. Do it like it ain't never been done before. You're going to be proud of yourself. I'm telling you. I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you what I've experienced. I'm talking to... <laughs> Don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at the messenger. Um, Find meaning in your suffering. What I mean by that. You're allowing yourself to hold on and harbor this thing that is holding you down and weighing you down. And it's causing you to suffer. Find meaning in that. Find the joy in that. Find the growth in that. Find something positive out of it. I know it's hard to see the positive of how they did you. Find it. Find it. Don't allow yourself to stay in suffering and not face it. That's allowing yourself to sit in pain and not address it. Address it. Um, next one. When forgiveness is hard, call upon other strengths higher up. I already talked about this. I said, sometimes it can be hard. That's why I call on the Lord. Lord, I need your help because I want to be in your will and I want to walk with you and I want to be pleasing in your sight. Help me to let it go. Help me to get over this. Help me to forgive. Help me to move forward. Help me to find the joy. Help me to find the peace. Point me into the sunlight, please. I told you I'm like a sunflower. I look for the sunlight. I look for the sunshine because that's where I want to dwell. I don't want to dwell on the heart, on the hurt. I don't want to dwell on the pain. I don't want to dwell on the disappointment. I want to dwell on the sunshine. You are the sunshine. You are the sunshine. You are the sunshine. So shine. Be great. Be brave and be bright. Be unapologetically light. You hear what I'm saying? I'm just saying what I'm saying. Next thing. Forgive yourself. That's going to be my last point. Forgive yourself. We're going to leave there. Because if by the time you come back here, you need you might need to listen to this a few times. Do what you need to do. But the next time you come back, the least I want you to do is to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for holding on to pain for so long. Forgive yourself for having so much resentment and hate in your heart. Forgive yourself for crying all the time over something way long time ago. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for letting go. 
so soon. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. I feel like this is a deep part where I, I really, really want to pray with y'all before I go. I'm going to do what I do. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. I come to you and I thank you for all that you're doing in our lives. Thank you for keeping our minds. Thank you for keeping our hearts. Thank you for keeping our mind, bodies, and spirits on one accord with you. Thank you for doing all that you're doing, God. I pray right now for the hearts of those who are struggling with forgiveness, Lord God. I pray for those, Lord God, who are struggling to trust you, that struggling to lean on you, that is struggling to depend on you, Lord God. I pray right now for those who are struggling to let go and let God, Lord God, I pray that you hold on to them, Lord God, that you cover them, that you send them down an angel to count round about them, to help them to, Lord God, to let go and to move on and to walk into their greater and to be the best that they can be, Lord God. I pray whatever they stand in the need of on tonight, Lord God, whatever they're battling with, Lord God, that you release them right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, that your hands of protection be upon them, Lord God, that you lead and guide them through this journey of healing, Lord God, that they even start their initiation to heal, Lord God, that they learn to forgive their self, Lord God, Lord God, that they learn to walk in purity and joy and peace each and every day, not just on Sundays, Lord God, but every day let them look toward the hills from which cometh their help, Lord God, because all of their help comes from you, Lord God. Be their guide, Lord God. Be their light in the midnight hour, Lord God. Be the sunshine each and every day, Lord God. Be the well for them that never run dry, Lord God, so the more they come and seek you, Lord God, the more that they get from you, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that they don't leave this place empty-handed, that they don't leave this podcast empty-handed, Lord God, but you fill their hearts with joy and you fill it with peace and you fill it with love and you fill it with compassion and you fill it with empathy and you fill it with just forgiveness, Lord God, so they can be better, that they can want better, that they can strive for better, Lord God. We love you so much and we give you all honor, glory, and praise. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Now listen to this. I love you. You matter. You're important and you're so much better than where you are right now. Your potential to be great is not just potential. It's obtainable. Go get it. Go get it. Go get it. You deserve the best. You deserve to become the best version of yourself. And I don't care how hard it is when you get up in the morning, choose joy. Choose forgiveness. Choose real love. Choose you. You are worthy. You, you know what I'm saying? You're worthy. I love you guys so much. Thank you again for tuning in <laughs> to the All In No Limits podcast. You already know we came here to heal. We came here to grow. When I say all in, we always going to go all in. We're going to get deep sometime, real, real deep. And it's necessary. You hear me? It was necessary. Fantasia, thank you. And the writer who wrote that song when she sung it, we appreciate you because we have to understand that some of the things that we do go through and some of the things that we do experience, I'm not saying what they did to you was necessary. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that sometimes we have been through things that was very necessary for us to grow, for us to build, for us to become stronger, for us to become wiser. It's necessary for you to be the best you. It's necessary for you to find the great things inside of you and allow those things to shine outside of you. You know what I'm saying? It's necessary. So I love you so much. Thank you again for tuning in, for watching your girl, your sister, your pusher, your best friend, your number one motivator and hype man, because I'm going to push you into your greater every chance I get. It's me, your girl, Sharon Yvonne. I love you guys so much. Thank you again for tuning in. I love you. Bye.